What's going on, party people? It's your boy, Adam Gusky. This is episode 14 of the Mad Awareness Podcast. Today, I talked to Colin Moore. I got a great interview coming for you guys. A lot of really funny stories, and it was really interesting learning about where he came from and how he got so good in such a short time. But there's also a really funny story about Tervel. Um, I guess I'll just leave it at that. But anyways, super good interview coming for you guys. I'm excited for you to listen. Before you um, get it started, please take a second to leave it a rating and review if you've listened before and enjoy it, obviously. And besides that, just make sure you subscribe. Um, If you're listening to this on a podcasting app, just so you know, I got these on YouTube. So if you ever want to watch the videos or whatever, go check it out. But that's all I got for you. Let's get it rolling. All right, I'm here with Colin Moore. How are we doing today, man? Great, man. How are you? Pretty good. Um, what have you been up to since the summer started? I guess kind of an unusual summer. Yeah, it's been it's been really different. Um, yeah, but luckily for a while there, I just had some a lot of dumbbells in my house. I had a lot of dumbbells and a stationary bike, so I would just hit. Uh, you know, we would make up our own lifts, kind of in the front yard. Um, and then probably, I would say maybe about a month ago, um, Dustin Myers' gym opened up, uh, out, it's about 30 minutes from where I live, east of Columbus. So I've been going out there three days a week and, uh, yeah, just pumping up, wrestling here and there when I can. So it's been interesting, but trying to make the best of it. Nice. Um, so are you living at home right now or? Uh, no, I'm, I'm staying in Columbus, uh, at my apartment and then I'll go home, um, every now and then to see my parents and stuff. But yeah, I'm 23. Uh, <laughs> I, like, uh <laughs> I love my parents a lot. I love going to, going home to see them, but yeah, I like my space too. So yeah. Once like all the COVID stuff like hit in March and like wrestling was canceled, did you go back home for a little bit? Uh, no, because I, I had stayed in Columbus for a few days and then I wanted to like, before I went home, I wanted to make sure, you know, I definitely didn't have it. So I hung out for probably like two or three weeks, um, just to like be sure. And then went home, you know, for maybe a little under a week, you know, just to to get away from the city and stuff so spend some time i live way back in the woods um back home so it was nice to to get back there and just hang out yeah for sure so if you want to just kind of start by telling us how you originally got into wrestling yeah no problem um so my dad my dad and my uncles were both state champions um with st peter chanel high school uh, if you don't know st peter chanel uh, it's where Jaggers wrestled. Coach Jaggers, Coach Ralph wrestled. Um, it was kind of a powerhouse uh, Catholic school up in Cleveland. Uh, they shut down now. They were they were really good for a while there. Um, so my dad would take me and my brother um, up there about three to, two or three days a week uh, growing up. And, yeah, ever since that, it just kind of, you know, I fell in love with it. So – 
you know, it was just wrestling was, you know, what we did in the, the winter time and sometimes in the summer. But yeah, so I got, I got a little more into it. I started taking it very seriously, you know, more in high school, but, you know, growing up, um, I would do my youth practices, um, at my hometown. And then about three days a week, we would drive up to Cleveland, uh, for a great room up at Chanel. Did you like have a lot of success right away? Like, were you pretty good right away? Uh, I wouldn't say I was terrible, um, by any means, but I was no, uh, you know, Bo Jordan or, you know, I think Keyshawn, Keyshawn Hayes, one of my buddies and teammates, um, said he, I think he's won state like every year, but his freshman and like third grade year or something like oh. that. So <laughs> a lot I'm of not, state not, titles. yeah, I'm not Keyshawn or Pletcher <laughs> when I was a, a little kid. So, um, I, I played soccer growing up, um, and probably up until, my first or second year of high school, I, I just wanted to play soccer uh, in college. And, you know, oh, I was really? a kid, I wanted to, wanted to play for the, the Columbus crew and stuff. So I, was, but, so I loved soccer a lot. And then that kind of switched uh, after my brother graduated. Just didn't really have the same uh, you know, love for the sport after he graduated and left. So were you on, like, a soccer team that, like, traveled around and all that stuff growing up? Yeah, I was on a um, a club team out of Worcester. It was called Ohio Strikers United. Um, I played played for them. Um, I played club probably from third grade up to my sophomore year of high school. Okay. So I played a lot. Did you – so, like, once you stopped playing soccer, did you play football at all, or were you just, like, full-on wrestling at that point? No, so I, I finished my high school career out playing soccer. I just okay. – well, usually how it went was – you know, I would play soccer year round and just wrestle kind of in the fall, you know, winter and, you know, maybe hit a, a spring tournament here and there. Um, and I would leave, you know, wrestling practice to go to indoor practice or like futsal practice after that. And then I would say probably my sophomore year is when I started switching to wrestling all year round, you know, and I would leave soccer practice to go to a wrestling practice. So it kind of, it switched. Do you like, so like I used to play a little bit of soccer, probably not at the level you did, but I also played a lot of hockey and like oh, nice. I kind of quit both of those like for wrestling in high school. Um, yeah. And like looking back, like both of those sports are super fun, like just to play themselves, but like wrestling's obviously more rewarding. So like, mm -hmm. do you like think back and miss those sports at all? I definitely miss soccer. Um, I love watching soccer. I used to be, I used to follow, um, you know, the MLS a lot and, and the Champions League a lot and stuff like that, but uh, i kind of gotten away from it. We used to actually play soccer um, every Friday um, for like team games. So the wrestling team would split into four teams and two teams would play soccer and two teams would play handball. Okay. And you play every team twice in like, every every game so i i brought my soccer cleats from back home and, and tore people up and it was a lot of fun I, I miss it a lot um probably definitely not as good as i used to be i know that uh it takes a lot of you know foot eye coordination i guess but i think it definitely helped me in wrestling a lot you know just staying in shape 
Um, I think, you know, all sports kind of benefit, you know, other sports, you know, if you, if you are really into them. And dude, there's something about like wrestlers playing other sports where it's just like the competitiveness is just insane. Like for my school last year, we'd always like warm up playing a game and like, these were not just games. These were, these oh, would yeah. get physical, you know, I'm sure it was the same for you. Yeah. I've always had the, uh, I don't know. I've always been the guy, that guy too. <laughs> um, you know, especially at Ohio state, my, my first couple of years, I uh, developed a reputation to take <laughs> team games a little too seriously. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've grown up a little bit, but yeah, that was my, that was my MO was it got me picked first. Cause no one wanted to play against me. But, <laughs> so that was the only benefit to it, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good stuff. Um, so I know what you finished your high school career with a state title, but what was it like? Just like, what was your progression like, like from freshman to sophomore and so on? Yeah, so my freshman year, I was a state alternate. So I took fifth at districts. Uh, so it was super disappointing. Um, it was, you know, I was really bummed out. At that point, I didn't really have, you know, my goal was to make it to state. You know, I didn't really have a goal of being a four-time state champ or anything like that. Um like I said, my main focus usually was on soccer. And then the next year, um, I took second at state as a sophomore. Um, and you know, I beat the returning state champ in the semis. Um, and then, so that was kind of a, an eye opener to me. Like, Hey, you, you're actually like pretty good. Like made the finals sophomore. Like you could, you could really take this somewhere. So, and my brother graduated after that year, went to college um, to play soccer. And so I had to kind of make a choice, like I said, if I wanted to play soccer or, college, uh, or wrestling in college. And I picked wrestling um, just because I, I could enjoy it by myself. You know, I didn't need my brother or like other teammates really, um, you know, to progress and, and really fall in love with the sport. I think I, I loved you know, playing soccer with my brother, you know, more than anything. Um, so then I went to Jordan's camp, the Mecca of Ohio wrestling. <laughs> um, I went there once, um, my, after my sophomore year. Um, actually I think I went to it twice that year. I went with a, a local team by me and then I went to their like hammer camp or whatever. Um, and that, that was eye-opening, too, just because you're around, like, the elite wrestlers of the state. You know, they bring some college guys into council. Like, you just they just show you how to train, and they show you, you know, what it's going to take. I had never heard of wrestling twice a day before, you know, <laughs> before I went to Jordan's camp. Yeah. So, they, at Graham, they practice, and they go home and eat, relax, and then they come back later that night and drill. So it was like, that was, that was really eye opening for me. And then my junior year, I also took second, so I took second twice. And then okay. that same summer or the summer after my junior year, I counseled at Jordan's camp probably like seven weeks, seven or eight weeks that summer. So I was basically, you know, lived down there and just wrestled all summer. That was the first time I've really done that. 
Uh, and that, that again was like a big game changer. I put on some, some weight, some good weight, started to love to lift, um, which definitely changed a lot for me. Um, and then my senior year, uh, was really, you know, I finally had, you know, definitive goal and my eyes on something. And I think that changed a lot. So finally won my senior year, um, year went really well. And then to Ohio state. Yeah. Nice. What, um, what weights did you wrestle throughout your career in high school? So freshman year, I was, uh, 138. Sophomore yeah. year was 152. Junior year was 160. Uh, senior year was 182. Okay. Did you go to, I think I heard somewhere that you went to like a smaller wrestling school. Like it wasn't like a really good team or anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my, I was lucky. My brother's class had a lot of, uh, kids that grew up together wrestling um so that class was really helpful um in my training but um i was the first state champ for my school and then after my brother's class left there were probably 10 kids on the team total you know and only like two or around your weight class if that so yeah um it was a struggle but you know, one one of my teammates that was close to my size, Zach Steiner, um, wrestles at Ohio State now, and another guy, our other state champ, um, wrestles at Oklahoma State. So Gavin Sticka. So okay. we we've produced uh, a good group of guys, but we we just never had, you know, the numbers and the consistency to be like a a good wrestling school. Yeah. What was it like, like going to duels and having like a couple matches that you'd always win and then the rest were, you know, not looking so great? I I think it was really fun. Um, I think, you know, even if most of us were good and we knew we were going to win in like some duel tournaments and stuff. So uh, and we knew we were going to lose the team score just because you forfeit like five weights that's 30 points so it it took a lot of pressure off us as a team and we just got to like it felt like a summer tournament most times where you just go and like i don't know you wrestle you know as hard as you can you have fun like even if everyone won on the team you still might lose the score so it's just like whatever so it was a lot of fun we bonded a lot we were a really close team um took a lot of pressure off us i guess um yeah, we were a super close high school team. Good stuff. Um, so you finish your senior year with the state title, and then how do you end up at Ohio State? Like, what does that process look like? Yeah, that's an interesting um, story, too. So I, I never wanted to wrestle in the Big Ten, like, ever. It scared the crap out of me. Just because um, it's, like, so big and really good? Yeah, they're, they're just the best. Like, so it just yeah. looks so hard. Like, every, you know, you have the best of the best schools – every weekend and uh the guys that were wrestling there were all like you know four-time state champs like a couple time fargo champs like national prep champs and to me in my mind i was like yeah i won a a state title uh, in ohio and stuff like i'm pretty good but i never really considered myself like big 10 good and i didn't want to go somewhere and you know, not start basically. So that was my mindset kind of early in on the recruiting process. 
I wanted to go um, to kind of a smaller school, smaller conference, wrestle, start, and get my degree. Um, so I would say I took – I was talking to Kent State a lot, um, Ohio, Edinburgh, um, Minnesota a little bit towards the end. Um, and then Ohio State. So, like I said, Jaggers went to my dad's high school. So I kind of grew up knowing Jaggers pretty well. Um, and so he was kind of recruiting me. Uh, but like I said, I thought he was – me personally, I thought he was recruiting me just to, like, because he knew my dad. And, he, he, you know, I wasn't terrible. Maybe you know, he just wanted me on the team. Um, that would be a good addition to the team and stuff. Um, and then – so I never took Ohio State seriously. I don't think I filled out like the recruit questionnaire or whatever online. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, um, Coach Jordan, I was working at Jordan's camp and Jaggers, the, the junior world team camp was uh, was going on at Ohio State that weekend. And Jaggers said, you should come down for a workout after you get done with Jordan's camp. So I left Jordan's camp. I think me and Bo and Micah rode down to Ohio State. It's my first time ever being there. Um, went in, wrestled really good. I forget who on the junior world team I wrestled uh, in like a simulation match. I think they just like, I don't even think they knew who I was. They just kind of picked me out of the crowd. Um, so there was, a, I think the senior team was there too. Um, but they were just training with the junior team. And uh, I wrestled really good against them. I, I cannot remember who it is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but after that, Tom uh, came up to me, you know, introduced myself and uh, said he wanted to come on a home visit and stuff. And after after that, I was I was pretty set on Ohio State. Like being in that atmosphere of – all those good wrestlers is something I've never felt before. And just after experiencing that, I wanted to learn so much. And I was like, this is, you know, this is where I have to be. Mm -hmm. I'm, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. This is where I have to be. Um, yeah. And then I pretty much, I took a visit to Kent State. But I think uh, after my visit to Ohio State um, the second time, I definitely knew I wasn't going anywhere else. Yeah. So you get to Ohio State. Um, what is that like your first year there like and like what kind of struggles did you have? Yeah, it was hard. Um, like I said, they had the best of the best, you know, in that room, especially when I came in. Uh, Tervell was still training. J.D. Bergman was still training. I think Keith Gavin was there that summer still training. Uh, it was me, Miles, Kyle Snyder, Bo, Jordan, Kenny Quartz, Mark Martin, um, and Thomas Haynes. Dude, that's were crazy. The big guys in that room. So <laughs> uh, I got I got beat up very very bad, um, very often. But you know, my dad, me and my dad would always just you know, my dad always had this saying like, he's like, you're gonna get beat like just be prepared like mentally prepare yourself to not get a takedown 
at practice if it happens, right? Always, you know, want to get the takedown, but if you get beat down, don't worry about it. Like it's going to happen at first. So the first couple months, you know, I loved it, wanted to be there. And then redshirt season, redshirting is just hard. Um, you know, you, you don't have your coaches there. You got to pay your way everywhere. You kind of, kind of traveling separate from the team. Um, and so during those tournaments, I didn't, I didn't really have a great redshirt year. I had four losses to some not very good guys. Um, so that was really discouraging. Um, started to like, you know, question if I had made like, you know, the right choice and stuff. Uh, and then I think coach Ryan and coach Roselli asked me if I wanted to go to the U S open, the junior open in Vegas. I never wrestled freestyle before, but I was like, sure. Whatever. <clears throat> I had practiced freestyle with, you know, Kyle, but I've never like, I was always his dummy partner. I'd never like trained freestyle for me. Yeah. So that was an interesting tournament. <laughs> um, I took seventh. I think my first match, I got crotch lifted probably 10 times. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my first match, uh, came back, I got like thrown and pinned, but I came back and I took seventh. And that qualified me for team world team trials. <clears throat> Sorry. And then that month between world team trials and uh, in the open, I got probably some of the best training ever. It was kind of just me, Kyle, and a couple other guys, very like hands-on specific, like deliberate practicing and drilling and, and wrestling and stuff. And I made a lot of, probably more more growth in that month period than I did my whole you know first couple months at Ohio State I think something clicked again you know just like it did back at Jordan's camp um, just on how to train how to actually practice and, and get better and kind of you know dive into technique um, and so a month later Tom's like we're going to world team trials I was like okay whatever I can't say no to Tom for whatever reason. <laughs> He's a very intimidating person to me. Um, but so I went there, ended up uh, winning it and making my first, you know, junior world team. And uh, and then that summer I got to hang out at the training center you know, with the senior team and, you know, practice with Kyle and Cox and all those guys. And uh, that was, you know, another very, very eye-opening, helpful experience. So, like, was that kind of, like, a, an experience that helped you just, like, kind of get addicted to, like, working on the technique and just, like, the wrestling lifestyle that helped you jump levels? Yeah, I think I always like to work hard. Um, you know, I, I fell in love with lifting in high school. I loved lifting. Um, but I, I always worked hard, but I think I put a lot of energy. You know, the hard work's gets monotonous if you're just you know wrestling live for like two hours and you're making the same mistakes over and over again you can work as hard as you want but at some point you got to put your energy into you know drilling and, and learning the technique 
as much as you do as going out and practicing it. So I think that was a really eye-opening experience just to, you know, what deliberate practice looked like, you know, just making sure every rep, every rep counted, you know, if it, and if it was bad, you know, just ask a question like, what did you feel there? Like what went wrong? I had a lot of coaches, um, you know, have their eyes on me, which was really helpful. So uh, shout out to, I remember Reese and his dad helped me out a lot with that crotch lift stuff. <laughs> well, Good thank stuff. you guys. <laughs> Helped a lot. Good stuff. <coughs> who are, um, just like throughout college, who were your favorite guys to practice with? Oh, I said, well, my drill partner all five years has been miles. Um, you know, we just, we came in together. We were around the same size. Uh, we kind of have a very good feel for how each other drills and, and wrestles and stuff. So he's probably my favorite person to practice with. Um, other than that, I would say, well, obviously Kyle, I, I love, you know, the opportunity to wrestle with Kyle was, I took, try to get every chance I could, you know, just cause I knew I was going to lose and he was going to expose so many areas that I could work on uh, really quickly. <laughs> um, especially, you know, in those early years, uh, he was a definite favorite. And then Travell, Travell's uh, probably one of my favorites to, to practice with. He's just, he, uh, he has a lot of, um, you know, secrets that he can share little, little stuff that, that goes a long way, you know, tech technique wise. What is it like um, wrestling him? Like, isn't he like a pretty big dude? He's huge. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he was up to like 260 something when he was competing. Um, and then he went on, he's very OCD. So if he gets into something, he just goes crazy with it. Um, and like to the extreme. So he went on a keto diet maybe two years ago <laughs> and uh this dude lost like 40 pounds he was like almost down to 220 just got into like bodybuilding at the same time so he just looked shredded and uh but with keto you you're like so he was just he got really grumpy yeah. So, you know, from like, like dieting all the time and stuff. Yeah. He's just like very, very strict on his diet. And then, um, you know how like bodybuilders get down for like a photo shoot. They're very ripped up, but they're only mm -hmm. down there for like a day or two. Yeah. He was down there for like two months. Oh God. Well, it just, <clears throat> I think it got to him. And, uh, I remember one day he came in and he was like, I broke last night. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I broke. I was like, I couldn't do it anymore. He said it like for dinner, he had like seven or 8,000 calories. Oh my goodness. And then <laughs> he said it was the most energy he's ever had and he couldn't sleep. So he came in the steel wood at like three in the morning and did a leg workout for like two hours. And I was like, I just couldn't stop laughing. It was the most well story I've ever heard. It was just, it was perfect for who he is. It was just, but yeah. 
but that yeah that's uh Tervel's been he gets into these phases so he he right now he hangs out around like 240 probably he's uh he's non-dairy gluten-free by choice which is you know he's not allergic but he's he's by choice non-dairy gluten-free uh very picky very picky eater but the only place you can shop is Whole Foods. <laughs> Dude, oh. that's expensive stuff. I know. Do you like stick to any diets, or have you like went back and forth with any? No, um, I want to say I tried um, anaerobic. Is it the anaerobic fasting? I what think so. Um, wherever you eat for only like eight hours of the day, or like oh, hours. intermittent. Intermittent fasting. I don't want to say you say it. Intermittent fasting. I tried that, um, but honestly, for if you're you know you're working out like two to three times a day, sometimes yeah. you know, dieting is just. And I never cut a lot of weight, so I never really had to. Um, I just felt like I always needed to eat, so I did. Um, I will say the one. I, the only time I met with a nutritionist one-on-one and she actually put me on a plan was to gain weight um, after my first year. So awesome. I, she put together an eating schedule for me. And if I wasn't in class or practice, I was basically eating. Was it like super clean food or was it just kind of a little bit of whatever? Um, a little bit of whatever. Uh, but I remember just being so full and bloated all the time for like the first month and it was super uncomfortable and it sucked at practice. But I would say once I started eating a lot, um, like the energy caught up to me and I started lifting more and then I had a better appetite. I started eating more and then I put on, you know, a decent amount of weight. I got up to like two thirteen for the first time. That's like the heaviest I've ever been um, after that. So I'm heavier than that now, but (laughs) for you, the problem is like putting the weight on, not, not getting too fat, like in the off season or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, when I cut weight, I usually, it's a little hard, like the first couple weeks, maybe. Um, then I would say mid season after new year's and stuff, uh, at least this year, this year I started weighing out um like 194 so okay. i would like come in around 200 and lose like four or five pounds of practice and just kind of get to have a really nice dinner and, and breakfast and lunch <laughs> the next day so that's awesome you almost feel guilty when you see your teammates cutting weight and you don't have to but Dude. you're just eating food and but i don't mind I had Evan Wick on a couple weeks ago, and, like, that dude's, like, he's, like, 6'3", and wrestles 65, and he said, like, before every weigh-in, like, the past couple years, he'd go out and eat sushi with his mom, so cutting weight for him, like, wasn't a problem. I was super surprised. That is really surprising. He looked easy. He's a skinny dude at 65. Yeah. He's, He's tall. Yeah. He said right now he weighs, like, 180, so he might go 74, but. Nice. Yeah. I was surprised. Cutting weight sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
I don't want to like skip over your college career because it was obviously really awesome. Three, four-time All-American. You probably would have won a national title this year. I'm going to say you definitely would have. But anyways, um, what was it like, I guess, just going into NCAAs and then having it be canceled as you were like the number one seed, definitely going to win it? I can say that because... Yeah, <laughs> I think, well, that's what, it, you know, it honestly helped me. Um, it helped me that I really, you know, believed that I was going to win this year. It kind of helped me you know, move on. Um, and I feel like there was uh, a pretty good consensus of a lot of people, you know, thought I was going to win. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very unique experience. Um, definitely sucked really bad, you know, especially being, you know, seven days out. Uh, I was really looking forward to it. Um, but I would say, you know, it, it sucked for you know about a week um but at that point you just there's no you know sulking over it there's not much it's gonna help so you know my faith my faith definitely played a very big role in you know how I handled that um yeah I would say my biggest thing with that was just like in the beginning of the year I had made it a point to like have a purpose outside of, you know, winning a national title, if that makes sense. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I made it a point to my purpose being just to inspire people to, to do, to do better, to do something um, by the way I wrestled, you know, when they, when they saw me compete, they were inspired to go do something great. Um, you know, just by the way I treated them, by the way I acted, but how hard I competed. Um, and so that's only something, you know, I had control of. And, and I definitely feel like I accomplished that this year. Um, so in a way, you know, I, I did accomplish, you know, what I set out to do this year. So that, that definitely helped a lot kind of in dealing with, you know, just kind of being taken away from me. Yeah. I know, like, um, I would say like, true like winners in life that sounds kind of dumb but like true winners in life can always find some good stuff out of like even the worst kind of stuff like have you been able to see any positives out of something like that yeah i would say it definitely um definitely made me a lot it kind of like reignited um you know a hunger to wrestle i would say you know so after five years of college you kind of get a little burnout you know it's it's a tough kind of grueling five years and uh I would say you know f being forced to be off the mat for you know a month or two has definitely reassured me that you know wrestling in the you know for the Olympic at the Olympic spot and for the next four years was you know the right choice good stuff yeah um, what is something people don't know about you? Oh, that's tough. Um, something people don't know about me. Uh, I was, uh, let's, let's start with this. I was a kicker for the football team. Nice. I, I think I have the field goal record at my high school. Oh, so, really? I don't think for longest field goal, but for most PATs. Yeah. 
So <laughs> good stuff. I'd say other thing I was hit by a car in sixth grade, seventh grade, um, crossing the street to go to school. Yeah. Was it like bad, bad. No, it was a school zone. It was early in the morning. And so it was still dark out and you're supposed to look left, right. And then left again, but I didn't look left again. So I just walked out and, uh, Luckily, I saw it out of the corner of my eye, so I jumped a little bit and kind of landed on the hood, so I didn't go underneath it. Uh, it just bruised my arm, got up, waved to the guy, <laughs> and then I think he was a high school kid um, driving to school, so I think he was kind of freaked out. I was kind of freaked out. We just both went our separate ways, and then uh, I got called into the office later in the day, and they were like, did you get hit by a car this morning? I was like, yeah, I'm fine, though. Like, it just, look, I was like a little bruise on my arm. Like, I'm fine. But then they made me call my mom and tell her, and, like, that was going to do something. But, yeah, so that was a pretty unique story, I think. Yeah, dude, I would have never walked to school again after that. I know, right? It's crazy. That's crazy. Um, who is the funniest dude on your team for the past, like, four years? Oh, I would say – that's, that's an easy one. It's probably Tayshawn, uh, Tayshawn Campbell. Good yeah, stuff. that dude, he, he didn't even have a lot of jokes, just the way he was. He's just very authentically funny person, <laughs> man. Just, he would always get in these crazy debates with people. You know, if you heard commotion on the bus or in the room or something, it was usually, you know, Shane in an argument with some, about, it was a very stupid argument all the time. That's what made it so funny. But, you know, he stuck to his views, and he was just – yeah, he's very authentically just funny person. Good stuff. Um, I got – there's a couple questions that people wanted to ask you on Instagram, so I got to right. throw them out there for you. Um, So this one, you, I guess I don't even know what to say, but off-season weights or wrestling, I guess if you had to pick one, what's going to help you more? Ooh. Let's say you're like a high schooler. Well, I would say I would assess on what your your problem is if you're struggling. If you're struggling, if you're strong and you're getting out technique, then I would say wrestle over the summer. If you're very good technically, uh, but people just horse you around, especially if you're you know a young high school kid, get in the weight room and lift a lot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, what's your favorite wrestling specific workout? Wrestling specific workout? What's that? Yeah, that's a good question, honestly. <laughs> um let's say what's your favorite workout that you think translates the best to wrestling that isn't like wrestling, obviously. Oh, okay. Um dang, that's tough. Um I would say there's different ones. I think running, um, definitely running is such a mental challenge for me that I I do it to kind of keep that like suffering mindset. Like I don't want, I don't want to lose the feeling of like doing really, you know, hard things. So running, uh, 
really hard. Definitely challenges you mentally, especially when you're not on a treadmill. I don't, I don't trust people that <laughs> run on treadmills all the time because yeah. it, it just keeps your feet moving. You can't, when, when you're running on a road, you can slow down, you know, whenever you want, you force yourself to stay at a pace. There's the ground's not moving underneath me, you know, keep me at a pace. Yeah. So road running on the road, um, is definitely a good one. Um, other than that, I would just say like strongman, strongman workouts, like flipping tires or like farmer's walks and, or just, you know, something that, you know, uses the whole body. So like sled pulls and pushes and stuff like that. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, I see like Dustin Myers stuff all the time. And I saw he did a lot of stuff with you guys like three years ago and then it kind of stopped on social media. Yeah. But, um, dude, you guys do like crazy stuff. What's like, what are the craziest workouts you've done at his place or with him? Uh, so the one we did the other day, um, it was on a, we, uh, Fridays are like strongman day. So he has these, um, big, I don't know, like candles. You can put like 45 pound plates on them and you carry them like farmer's walks, um, down the length of his gym and back. But then he has this huge sled um, with two kind of ropes attached to it. He put about like eight plates on the sled. You put your hands through the ropes. You pick the farmer's carry um, things up. And then you have to walk down and back the length of the gym. So that was that was really uh, – it just kind of tested everything there. So shoulders, lats, grip. Um, that was probably one of the most unique things he's he's came up with. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff is like – it's like mentally exhausting just before you even do it. Just like yeah. thinking about you what you're know, about to do. You know it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, one more is would you ever consider doing MMA? No. No? <laughs> Never? No, I think so. Um, ever a lot of people say I would be good at it, um, but I've never really had a desire to get, you know, punched in the face for a Dude, living. Who doesn't want to be punched in the face? <laughs> <laughs> I get beat up at practice all the time. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want to get physically punched in the face. Um, and then I have, you know an undergrad and a, I'm going to get my master's degree this summer. So I'm just like, I might as well use my master's degree and not get punched in the face. Then fair enough. I'm not, I'm not dogging on fighting at all. I think I, but I think you have to absolutely want to do it to be good at it and be successful at it. And if I, you know, I, I don't want to do it. So if I was just tried it out as like a hobby, it would just, yeah, I don't think those people last very long. You got to really, like, really want to kill somebody. <laughs> Be a good fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I take it you probably plan on wrestling just kind of until your body starts to not like it anymore. Yeah, that's the plan. So well, at least, uh, you know, I'm going to go every four years and then assess. So, um, I've you know, hopefully my body, you know, holds up for the next four years and then we'll see you know, what the opportunities are, um, you know, either like coaching wise or wrestling or, and if I just 
don't love the sport anymore or just don't want to do it and my body's broken down, um, you know, we'll see what, where we go from there. But, yeah. Good stuff, man. I'm excited to see you uh, compete whenever the next thing is. Would you ever do, like, one of those pro things that they got going on now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would love to do them. I never – I'm freaking get at. Well, I've gotten asked twice to do beat the street stuff, and then uh, they give the match to someone else. So. Oh really? I don't know if it's my face or what. <laughs> um, dude, you should you should uh you should wrestle Pat Downey. That would be awesome. That would be really fun. Yeah, I would, He he's a very unique character, man. <laughs> you know, um, when he first I think it first started like really paying attention to him is when he, you know, transferred to Iowa and he was going to wrestle 197. So I was like looking into him and I, you know, at first I was like, I don't really like this kid. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, it's such a refreshing um, demeanor, I guess, from the usual wrestling, like nice, humble guy that just, you know, goes through the, the typical interview answers and yeah you know, gave a hundred percent love to be here and stuff so um i love whenever he does an interview or any he, he puts it out on the line like whenever and whoever so he, he definitely backs that up give him a lot of respect for that but yeah i think it would be fun to wrestle good stuff good stuff um my last question for you is who do you got chimizo or dake oh. uh Man, I've been such a huge Dake fan, like, my whole life. He was, like, my favorite college wrestler when I was in high school. And the guy just – he wins big matches. You know, it's – besides Burroughs, but he was – he's probably come the closest. And uh, so I'm going to go Dake. Good stuff. Got him. I think Chimizo is very good. Um, but Dake – Dake's just got that – it factor of finding a way to win man good stuff well that's all i got for you man i appreciate you uh being willing to hop on and do this no problem man thanks for having me and that's all i got for you guys today um that was an awesome interview thank you guys for listening because honestly i didn't know how long i was gonna do this um the podcasting in general so it means a lot that there's like a good solid 50 people that regularly listen to this show. So I, I wasn't really sure, you know, what the audience would look like when I started this, but it's really awesome to see that. Um, and if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe, yada, 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 you know, the usual. But thank you guys for those of you that have tuned in every week. Um, it's been a lot of fun doing this and talking to these people and having knowing that people listen. So appreciate you guys. Have a good one.